much like the weeping willow my brother to me symbolized tragic beauty you're listening to episode 28 of sach kahu to an autobiography by neena gupta pankaj gupta i like to remember my brother pankaj gupta born 2 and 1/2 years after me as a sweet gentle soul who was kind intelligent and very good looking even as a child despite our family dynamics the two of us always managed to have a good time we played together a lot sometimes we would play games of our own invention or run together outside to play with our friends in the area together we managed to build a wonderful relationship through our childhood but as is the case with many sibling we drifted apart once we grew up but i also cannot deny that a lot of it happened because of pankaj's personality a lot of our distance came after i moved bombay to try my luck in films looking back i feel like i might have been selfish and thought of nobody but myself at that time but i also cannot deny that a lot of it happened because of pankaj's personality and the choices he made in life which were his and his alone you see when it came to our genes and personalities i got the best of both my parents i got some of my mother's strength and idealism but it was my father's practicality that ultimately turned me into who i am today pankaj got all of my mother's intellect and extreme idealism and none of my father's practicality during those times girls were always overprotected sheltered and controlled to ensure they didn't go astray but when it came to my mother she didn't discriminate between her daughter and son because she was strict with both of us if anything i feel like she was stricter with my brother at the back of her mind she wanted to prevent me from the fate she had suffered marrying for love and suffering for the rest of my life but more than that she wanted to prevent my brother from following in his father's footsteps putting a woman through that kind of turmoil she believed the best way to do this was to ensure we didn't socialize too much didn't have close friends of the opposite sex and gave our studies and future careers more thought than anything else following my mother's orders and getting an mma and then an mphil in sanskrit was my way of appeasing her but eventually i somehow in a logical and practical manner managed to get out by applying to nst and moving into a hostel my brother however didn't do the same he let his idealism get in the way of practical decisions leading him to rebel in many ways he studied in st stephen's college for 2 years and then dropped out throughout his teenage years he and my mother were constantly disagreeing on various things and he fell into the wrong company my brother and my mother were very similar 
and this was why they refused to bow down and compromise no matter how petty their issues were being the child of an absent father and a depressed lonely and strict mother affected pankaj way more than it affected me i got out at the first opportunity i got my brother on the other hand didn't it started to grate on him and affected his mental health too things were a little good for him when he was in a relationship with a girl while he was in stephens but for no reasons still unknown to me she called off their courtship this broke my brother's heart and he went off the deep end for a while eventually my brother did get his career on track he passed the ca exam at the first attempt this was something we were all proud of because we all knew clearing the exam was one of the most difficult things we finally had hope for him and thought this would change his life and personality he even agreed to have an arranged marriage to a wonderful woman named madhu but when i came to delhi to meet her before the wedding i was honestly unsure about the match the two of them were vastly different people and i didn't know if they would be compatible in the long run but my brother brushed off my concerns i just want to get this over with he told me and went ahead and got married my mother the mother of idealism in fact impressed everyone by refusing to take a single penny in dowry even though everyone said pankaj is a ca he's worth at least a few crores but my mother was insistent that not one rupee would be transferred to the guptas give your daughter whatever you would like we don't want anything it was impressive and extremely progressive it made both my brother and me very proud unfortunately her principles didn't extend to their personal life behind closed doors she had a certain way of living and my bhabhi who came from a different home with different rules seemed to have habits that grated on my mother pankaj and madhu moved in with my mother for the first few years and i remember my mother would complain about her daughter in law she has eaten all the malai again she would tell me over the phone my mother who had been making ghee and butter at home for decades always kept the cream from the milk aside in the fridge my brother and i were never allowed to eat this while growing up so i never developed a taste of it but my bhabhi loved to eat malai and my mother instead of stocking upon more milk and keeping some malai aside for her always complained about it it was quite frustrating for me to listen to these things because i found them petty i tried to explain to her that my bhabhi was brought up differently and expecting her to abide by her rules like pankaj and i did as kids was unreasonable i also knew that my mother was extremely possessive of pankaj and accepting a new woman in his life was tough for her but my mother being the person she was refused to budge or adjust in any way so eventually my father 
who had a property in South Extension, let my brother and his wife move out of my mother's house and into their own flat. My brother was doing very well by then. He was taking CA classes for young boys and girls in a flat right below the house. He had two daughters, Vasudha and Astha, both lovely girls, with whom I didn't get to spend too much time being in a different city, but tried in my own way to spoil with gifts and clothes. But their period of peace didn't last very long because my brother once again got caught up in something that ruined their finances and eventually their family. My brother, I found out later, invested in a chit fund and convinced his friends to do the same. The whole debacle ended very badly and my brother lost all of his money. He went through a very hard time for a few years because he had to earn money not only for himself but also to pay back his friends whom he had robed in. His family life started to crumble. He started drinking and neglected them. He sold his house, moved into a rental and reopened his CA coaching classes in Trans Yamuna. I heard about all of these things through my parents and then eventually from his daughters when they grew up. My bhabi really struggled during this time because my brother left home. I feel bad when I hear about all of these things because I should have been there for him more. I should have reached out before it was too late and knocked some sense into him. But I had my own struggles to contend with. So, I very selfishly focused on myself instead of lending a helping hand. Through this whole ordeal, my bhabi suffered the most because my brother didn't look after their financial interest. He would send some money but it was never enough to cover their needs. Years later, my nieces told me that their mother managed as best she could, but they were still wanting. Having food on their table and a roof over their heads felt like a luxury. Being able to afford a box of mangoes during mango season seemed like a huge privilege that they rarely experienced. My father, however, who had moved to Bombay with me by then, did his best to take care of them. Whenever he visited Delhi, he made it a point to look in on them and ensure their well-being. My bhabi was a wonderful woman who took really good care of my father. She always ensured that all the food she cooked was to his liking and he had the hottest rotis on the table. But my father still came away distressed and unhappy with what he saw and tried his level best to help them financially. I don't like how insecure their lives and futures are, he told me once. Would it be possible for you to help with some money so that I can at least buy them a house? I want them to have a stable roof over their heads, if nothing else. Of course, I said without hesitation. I was 
earning a decent living by then. My money is your money, Papa. Do what you feel is right. So my father, using my money, bought them a house in Delhi and tried his level best to help out in other ways too. One day, we found out that my brother had cancer. He never told us what kind of cancer. He refused to let us accompany him to appointments and didn't show us the report. He did visit Singapore often for blood transfusions, he told us. The cancer started to spread all over and eventually spread to his mouth. My once handsome brother had to get one of his lips removed and it was painful to watch. Come to Bombay like Papa and stay with me, I told him. Bring your whole family. I will take care of all of you. You can start your classes here and make a lot more money. My brother did give it a try but left in a few days. Bombay, as wonderful a city as it is, isn't for everyone. It's a big adjustment in terms of living and working. You have to be very, very strong to survive here because success is a slow and steady process. We all have to fall at least a hundred times before we find our feet. Pankaj couldn't take this. He was too used to living on his own, answerable to nobody. By this time, he had also stopped eating. He lived only on gin day in, day out. My father was ashamed of what his son had become. It pained him to see my brother like this and sometimes he felt guilty, wondering if it was because of something he had done. At times like this, I had to embrace my father and assure him that I was his child too. That despite his absences in our childhood and the decisions he made, if I could turn out okay, Pankaj's downfall couldn't be his fault. A few months after my father passed away, my bhabi suffered from a brain hemorrhage and passed away too. This came as a big shock to me because I honestly didn't expect my brother who had been in ill health for years now to outlive her. My brother who attended the funeral and showed solidarity with his daughters looked sincerely sorry for this loss. But Madhu's family was having none of it. They blamed him for all the pain he had inflicted on her. After Madhu's death, my brother finally moved in with his daughters to mend their relationship and be a real father to them. But his bad habits and temper not only mentioned the girl's resentment at his past behavior couldn't be brushed under the carpet. So, my brother eventually fought with them and moved back into his little room in Trans Yamuna. I heard different versions of their fights from both ends. My nieces didn't like their father's behavior. Paris Pankaj didn't like that they disrespected him. At the best of times in their relationship, Vasudha would help my brother at his coaching classes. 
because she too had studied CA and was really good even though she hadn't completed the course. But at the worst of times, the girls refused to speak to my brother. They were very close to Madhu's brother and sister-in-law. Their mama and mommy who dotted on them and looked after them as best as they could. Eventually, my brother and his daughters became completely estranged. Pankaj's health by now had started to deteriorate. He was losing weight and looked truly haggard. He may not have been able to commit to his family or do right by his daughters, but he was truly passionate about teaching. He continued taking classes almost until the end. He would wake up at 4 a.m. to go over the day's notes and worked relentlessly throughout the day. Finally, one day, he went into a coma and passed away. When I went for his funeral, I was shocked to see the number of people who had come to pay their respects. You are Pankaj Gupta's sister, aren't you? They asked. Your brother was a wonderful human being. It's because of his tutelage that my daughter or son is so successful today. Throughout the heaven, people came over and touched my feet, held my hands and told me what a wonderful human being my brother was. I was shocked to learn about how many lives he had touched because of his CA classes. Many of them told me they weren't able to afford the fee, but Pankaj still took them in. He had taught a number of boys and girls for free, and they had gone on to do wonderful things in their careers. Listening to these beautiful things being said about my brother brought tears to my eyes and made me long for the brother I had grown up with, the sweet, gentle, idealistic little boy who somehow lost his way. Looking back on my relationship with my brother, it still pains me that I wasn't there for him when he needed me, that I wasn't able to guide him when he needed it the most, that I somehow through some twist of fate escaped the pain and turmoil that turned him into the person he was. It also makes me think extensively about marriage and divorce. People often say that marriage is a compromise, that we all need to make adjustments to our lives and our attitudes. We have to try really hard to make our marriage work under any circumstances. But what are the acceptable circumstances in such a situation? I know my brother's marriage and his subsequent downfall isn't unique. One hears a lot of stories, cautionary tales of men and women who get married first because they think they have to and stay married for the sake of their children. But what happens when this leads to so much bitterness that every member in the unit suffers. My bhabi and nieces suffered immensely. My brother also suffered a lot because of his choices. It takes courage to end a marriage, no doubt about it. But it's also a big trauma 
because once two people unite their whole existence their families are held together by a thread when this thread starts to weaken everyone suffers but is it worth staying in this mess refusing to let the thread snap just to appease society to keep up appearances i don't know i hope my readers will have more insight into this because i honestly feel that in some cases it's best to let the thread break and move forward rather than bind so many lives into eternal misery my mother is dead my father is dead my brother is also no more when i think about this a sense of loneliness envelops me because it feels like there is no one who has known me my entire life who knows my entire history i find some solace in knowing though that they did exist and they enriched my life in whatever way they could while they were around even my brother i try not to remember pankaj for what he had become i try to keep him alive in my memories as the sweet innocent boy i grew up with and when i want to think about him as an adult i only bring to mind all the people i met at his funeral and even at airports in india and abroad who still come to me and say you are pankaj gupta's sister right he was a wonderful teacher and a great human being